Hello and uh, welcome to uh, Skill Check, the uh, gaming and life podcast from uh, YMCA Exeter. My name is Andy and uh, here with me we have Zach. Hello, Zach. Hello, Andy. I'm here. How are things today? Yeah, going really well. I have noticed this is the first time in a long time that it's not dark when we're doing the podcast. That's, that's true, actually. It's, I'm trying daylight. While. Well, it's nicely lit in your room. I'm very aware that I've had to turn lights on in my room because the sun was kind of glaring through the windows. And I just couldn't see a thing. But it means... You know what we forgot to do in the intro, don't you? It means that days are getting better. Not better, longer. It does. There's more light. Longer. And did we forget it to do the intro? What I think. We did. What I think you think we forgot to do the intro because I was learning. Well, I, I think about how. I nice think that we. For, I think that you forgot of the thing that you were supposed to not forget, but I didn't realise that you might have just wanted to talk about it on its own after you've done the intro, not in the intro. So you might well, not have forgotten it at all, but I'm under the impression <laughs> that you forgot. Well, you see, I I thought that you were going to talk about how I'm sounding across the uh, audio stream today. And... You know, sure, yeah. Uh, are, are, are we on the same lines? Yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm with you now. I, I can see, I can see the, the path that's out before me. Excellent. Andy, you're you're sounding so much clearer. <laughs> okay. And it is. Oh, and you're not wearing your earphones. Is there a reason you're not wearing your earphones today, Andy? You're like also, that a little bit. Also, there is the occasional kind of microphone hits chin beard sound that occasionally came up. And uh, yeah, we have uh, Devon County Council to uh, thank for uh, their assistance uh, with producing this podcast. And uh, yeah, and helping us sound that little bit less, um, I guess, homespun. Uh, yeah, and so mm. thank you very much for that. Although Zoom does keep you honest on that front. Zoom likes to throw in the occasional static or the occasional blip. So, you know, we don't want to get too professional. So... <laughs> That's, that's true. I mean, we are, yeah, we are always going to be limited in some shape or form, especially whilst we're not, you know, in the same room and we don't have, yeah, all of the bits and pieces. But we're thanks to DCC and, uh, you know, Zoom for this technology that enables us to connect over what feels like quite a long distance. It really isn't. In the grand scheme of things, but yes. Yeah, you're about 20 minutes down the road. Yeah. <laughs> well, that... it feels longer when you put it like that. <laughs> That's in a car, probably. It'd take you a while to walk here. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 it would. Um, probably about 25 minutes. This is just starting to sound depressing. I was going for hopeful. 
So we start yes, off with an almost well-produced podcast, and now we've just kind of delved down this sea of randomness that we've, we've got running order. Well, today, <laughs> yeah, today, today, I know it doesn't sound like we've got running order. Today we're doing a more general news, gaming news, and maybe gaming thoughts for half-term, because it's half-term next week. And my story's first, I'm just going to go straight into it. Yeah, so, yeah. Here's a story. It is my little brother's birthday today. And so my mum got in contact with me and was like, oh, well, he really wants a switch. And I was like, you're going to struggle to get a switch. Like, they're sold out everywhere. She's like, I know, we're really struggling to get a switch. I was like, you know what? I've been thinking for a while that I would take my, I have a switch, take it in and like get the switch light, which is like the purely handheld version. But I hadn't had an opportunity, and obviously the shops are closed, so I can't go in and trade it in at game. I've been waiting, I've been holding off on doing anything about it. This seemed like the perfect chance for my little brother to get a Switch, and for me to get a Switch Lite. Now, the reason I want to get rid of my Switch is because of the news article that we're going to talk about first, which is um, Nintendo is now facing another Joy-Con drift class action lawsuit in Canada. Which brings a total to five. There is now five open clash, class action lawsuits against Nintendo for Joy-Con drift. It's a great contradiction, isn't it? Now, on one hand, you've got this console that is selling massively, and it's hugely popular with families, hugely popular just everywhere, and. At the same time, you've got this random issue with the controllers that every now and then, and this is what we mean by Joy-Con drift, is you might see you, the control, the uh, character on your screen just randomly walk to your left for no good reason. And apart from it's receiving a signal to move left from your controller, you're not actually saying to you're not pushing the joystick to turn left or right or whatever way it's going but it's receiving that signal but yeah yeah it's rubbish it is rubbish and they're in a lot of trouble i don't see them getting out of this without having to kind of reimburse people or have some kind of um I know that at the, right at the start, you could send in your Joy-Cons and they would send you, they'd fix it and send it you back. But if they're doing that anymore, that was for free as well. You could send them in for free and get them sent back. Um, I had three sets of Joy-Cons in my life with my Switch, which I now have given to my brother for his birthday. Um, all of them had Joy-Con drift. Yeah, all See, three I, pairs. I just gave up with, with the uh, Joy-Cons and just brought controllers instead. But it yeah, does almost remind me. Uh, yeah, I had a pro controller. It does almost remind me of uh, what Apple ended up doing with their batteries ages ago, uh, where they had a scheme yeah, I remember, yeah. where they could just go, where people could go into a shop, I think. Yeah, we're giving you batteries. Batteries swapped out. I, I wonder if something like that will just end up happening. Yeah, potentially. Um, obviously, all it's all dependent on what. The findings are of the class action suits whether they mm. 
what the kind of ramifications of the outcome of those are, what what they what the people bringing the suit against them think is the kind of the good way to kind of basically it's a consumer issue. So it'll be about how's the best way to reimburse and rectify the issue for the people that have been paying what quite frankly is a lot of money for it's the, they're the most expensive controllers out there but the yeah. xbox elite controller which is about 120 pounds joy cons are more expensive than your average controller mm. like they're 60 60 pounds 60, 69.99 usually something like that right so i kind of looked at it and i was like no thanks yeah um and i am happy to report so if you're thinking about switching you're like oh well i'd been thinking about it, but this Joy-Con issue seems like it's not, not not worth it. I've had the Switch Lite for a week ish, and the Switch Lite's controllers are inbuilt to the console. You can't take them off like you can the, the Joy Cons for the Switch, so mm. they don't suffer from drift. Okay. And the only the only thing that you're not getting with the Switch Lite is it is purely handheld. Like you can't put it mm. onto the TV, you can't dock it. Um, the controllers are inbuilt, so you can't take them out and wave them around. And you, the games that require that functionality, you can't play. Um, but if if what you're looking for is a handheld console for a reasonable price, bearing in mind the Switch Lite is like a hundred and something pounds cheaper than the Switch, and plays most of the like the big games mm. are all all come to the Switch like on the Switch Lite. Been playing Pokemon all week. Um, of course, that was one of the that was probably the only game I played which didn't couldn't say, transfer my save mm. so i had to had to, had to delete, you had, had to, to play some pokemon. pokemon so i had to play again because i don't have a save game anymore don't worry oh. guys for you for those pokemon fans out there and that are now freaking out that i deleted all my pokemon i have poker is it poker bank or poker store or something the app you can get for your phone where you can put your pokemon in it and then sit, keep them safe on your phone and then transfer them back into the game. Um, I didn't have the paid version, so I only had 30 slots, but I kept the 30 rarest Pokemon that I had. So, so they're safe saying, and then they're back in the game now. So are we saying that no... I'll catch more, Andy. That no rare Pokemon were harmed in the making of this podcast. It is true. No rare Pokemon. Uh, and I had some limited edition ones that you can only get by gun in store and stuff. So... Mm no rare Pokemon were lost in, in the pursuit of trying out a Switch Lite. And I am, it, it's really good. Like I like the Switch, but the Switch Lite is like, cause I use it primarily handheld. That's the reason why I got yeah. Switch in the first place. So I was never really bothered about putting it on the TV. Mm. It's really nice. It, it feels nice. It feels like not too heavy, like it, but it feels like you are holding something, but it's not too heavy and it, Sometimes the Nintendo Switch would like get cramp and like it'd be too heavy and you'd like you need to put it down or like the controllers moved about a bit on the side of the Switch because they're like the Joy-Cons can slide in and out and I felt sometimes they were a bit like flexible and a bit like weird like you might be damaging it. You don't get any of that with the Switch Lite. Um, the, the screen's a bit smaller and it runs in 720p, it doesn't go to 1080 like it does if you put, put the Switch into the TV. But I've got to say, for a, a battery life, better, battery life's better, runs for longer before you need to kind of plug it in. It's, and it's only 200 pounds. It's just, guys, if you think about getting a Switch, Switch Lite, 100 now, Lite, if you Switch Lite all the way. In interests of balance, and I'm, mm. after giving Zach a hard time for not sticking to the uh, running order earlier, I'm going to leap off the running order now. 
But there's a reason for this, Zach, and uh, that reason is whilst looking up um, for our next item, I stumbled across something else. And it's not just the Nintendo Switch that's having controller drift issues. Uh, from the look, really, this is the PS5 dual sense controller drift. No, really? yeah, uh, really. Wow, uh, issues mount. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna read it because I've literally just seen this. Yeah, well, just read the title, Andy. Yeah, just read, uh, read it. PS5 dual sense controller drift issues are mounting as complaints rise. Really, that's interesting. You know what I think it's to do with then, mm. because both the Switch Joy Cons and the PlayStation Five DualSense controller both use motion controls in their controller. Xbox, however, doesn't have any motion functionality, and they don't suffer from any kind of drift. So maybe there's maybe there's some internal like infrared kind of like because the, the thing is it's to do with it. Joy-Con drift is to do with the connection between the controller, because obviously the joystick itself isn't moving, but it's, it's registering that it is. So it's to do with how the receiver in the controller tells the console what's happening. So maybe some of the motion control um, signal interrupts the signal from the, the joysticks. And, and that would make sense for the PlayStation 5 controller as well, because they have extra motion sense capacity in their new DualSense. Um, so maybe maybe it's got something to do with like they've not quite got the tech sort, sorted on that. So something to bear in mind, I guess, if you are um, torn between a PS5 and the new basically what we want to tell you all is that I have an Xbox. Uh, you should all get an Xbox, no drift. I have a Switch Lite. You should all get a Switch Lite. It has no drift. Basically, I'm saying just be like me. Just do what I do. <laughs> and I think there'll be a title for a different podcast. Just like <laughs> do what. Just do what. Anyway, this next news article I'm excited about because I don't know much about it, but it is a, it is attached to one of my favourite actors. So way back in the day, when I was just a smaller guy Fort. getting into computer games, and you may have heard me talk before about um, the. So I'm trying to play the first level of Sonic 2 in under 30 seconds. Now, that came from a old TV show back in the early 90s called Games Master. And the idea was they would get uh, different teams uh, to appear on the TV show. Uh, they would then play to complete different challenges throughout the show and uh, at the end uh, it's like were... crystal maze uh, yeah, of the game very crystal mazy i as i was talking i was like this sounds ridiculous yeah. you like crystal maze uh, why have i not seen this? <laughs> that's what i thought straight away as well <laughs> and the I love crystal trick maze. is instead of crystal you've got um computer generated back in the day it was uh patrick moore uh, who would be this computer-generated face character who would say what challenges are, as well as uh, kind of give cheats, hints and things to people who ask for help with particular uh, games. So in the grand, what's now the grand tradition 
of, um, I guess, 90s TV show. There's now reports that it's coming back uh, with, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sorry, I just had Patrick Moore in my head. I'm like, no, that's... You're halfway there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just got massively confused. No, so the rumour is they are going to have Picard as the Games Master and oh. I don't think of anyone better. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm I'm all in. Yeah, I'm all in. I, I don't even care. I, uh, just put him on the TV and put him in anything and I'll watch, pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of that, have you seen the new Picard TV show on oh, Amazon? Yeah. Amazon, Amazon Prime on so good. Yeah. I loved it so, so much. It was so, so good. I think they dealt with the fact that he's older, so he can't do all the like the action stuff like he could do before really mm. well by like putting other actors around him that could do that stuff. And they did they did just ultimately let him act like Jean-Luc yeah. Picard, and like and, and it was all very much dialogue and like and that's what you want him. Like, yes, the action sequences are good and the, the spaceships flying around are cool, but like you just want him on the screen, like talking to people and like it was just. Everything about Picard was just so, so good. I really enjoyed the first And I love how it worked so well. And it probably wouldn't have worked as like a full-length series, but as like a 10-episode yeah. special event. Yeah, it was was good. Yeah. It was meant that every episode was impactful, I think. Like like you say, sometimes when you have a 24-episode season, you can have those slow episodes where nothing Mm. much happens, and you're like, oh, hmm. Mm. Yeah, And, and the thing is, you don't want to waste so Patrick Stewart on like a story that's like not going anywhere fast because exactly. the show does really get going like it, it goes at 100 miles an hour <laughs> it's like what what's happening what's that happening where are we now what's going on next um, all the way through um, in fact the only show I think ever nailed the 24 episode series thing was 24 like, uh, and that worked for very different reasons yes, but I would argue only really for the first three years. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, like first season of 24 was revolutionary. Yeah. And I really liked the, the shorter series at the end, actually. Like the, revi- the, the revival one. I the, uh, the kind of. Yeah, it was pretty good. 10 episodes. It was really good. It was different, obviously, because the premise of 24 is that it's set over 24 hours. So every episode is an hour. But with this last one, I think it was a day, an episode. So like every every like those ten episodes, it's set every day. It's still the countdown clock and stuff, but it was really good. Um, it was and it was way more intense because, like you say, in a twenty-four episode season, there were definitely even episodes of twenty-four that were like nothing happened. <laughs> like and and because it's set over an hour as well, yeah. it'd be really mundane because it's like only an hour. <laughs> so um, I mean, anyway, I, we've we've strayed so fine. far off that the beaten path here. <laughs> yes. But quickly, there was at least one, just one quick memory. There was like one episode where Jack Power's daughter was chased by a, some sort of cat thing. Yeah. And that's basically all that happened. Yeah. Yeah, it was that time. So, next one. One thing. What, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, we're doing that. Zach, question for you. And let's, let's follow this under educating and shall we? Uh, I've seen lots of yes. about Apex Legends coming to the Switch and, and mm-hmm. some sort of big deal about how about the file size and how we may need to get like another memory. Oh, yeah. Out. 
What is yeah, Apex Legends and should I be bothered? Apex Legends is a battle royale game, which uh, for people listening may go, oh man, another battle royale game. The, the thing that sets Apex Legends apart from other battle royale games is that it's a squad-based battle royale game. So you're in teams of three rather than solo. It plays best in teams of three and it's more ability. It's not just a pure FPS. There are abilities and other things that each individual character you can play have to make tactical engagement more interesting. Um, so it's like Overwatch meets Fortnite in a battle royale setting and it is really good and very, very fun. Um, Fast-paced action. You don't have to worry about building because it's not Fortnite. Um, you don't have to be the best uh, at shooting at the at FPS because there are so many other elements to engagements in Apex Legends because of the hero abilities. Um, you've got a character that can like throw smoke grenades out and create shields and hack right. things and zip line around. Like, there's just so many other options to, of engagement in apex that makes it very very interesting and very very kind of fast-paced and not much downtime which is nice because even mm -hmm. in some of the other, other battle royale games you find a lot of downtime so like you're waiting for combat to start or you're hunting someone else down this game it is go 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 end of round back in go 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 like it, there's no kind of the downtime is very very kind of few and far between and as far as like the switch i'm surprised they're going for a port rather than a cloud-based option because i know that they've been experimenting with cloud obviously mm. haven't they with like the control and hitman and i don't mm. know how that would work with a live game so maybe different with a online game um but the it is an it is a highly intensive graphically and running uh, cpu wise i don't know how the switch is going to be able to run it uh, i've seen that like yeah the file size is huge apparently mm. um it won't fit on an internal if you see only game you have it won't fit on your, your internal switch drive so everyone will have if you want to play apex you will have to have an external memory card of some description and even then the external card i have isn't big enough <laughs> for apex legends <laughs> so uh not sure what i think about that i think it's cool it's coming to the switch but how many people just want apex on their switch because that's all you're gonna have is just apex legends on the switch okay. um it might be a pass it might depends yeah might depend on how bored i am late one night and how committed yeah. i guess bearing in mind a kind of good internal memory card for the switch big enough to fix apex is going to run you about 80 pounds so there you go and that's just and that's just to put the game on the switch that's not even buying the game yeah. although i don't know if it's free to play i can't remember i mean i'd be free to play so if it is free to play, then you're only by like I guess it balances itself out a little bit. I think it is free to play. I think I'm being a bit silly, and I think it is free to play. Um, which means then if you if you want to play and it's something you're going to play all the time, I'd love to play on the go with your friends or meet up in the same room when lockdowns are happening and play Apex together. Then you can probably justify to yourself buying uh, a memory card to house it. You might just have your your Apex Legends internal memory card. That might be a really good idea actually, like a game card, but you just have a specific really into it memory card for it um, which is totally doable I sometimes did that with, back in the day with other things when you mm -hmm. when they were just too big and you had to just you know floppy disks etc 
<laughs> we're used to like taking one thing out and then putting a different thing in to play something. I know it sounds crazy to you digital guys out there, but once upon a time you had to like take the game cartridge out and get the other game cartridge and walk across the room and put it in. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm all I'm all I'm all for that. I'm all for like if if it if it's free to play and it they've ported it well and it runs well because mm -hmm. it's a battle royale game. So there's nothing more frustrating than <laughs> it lagging and not running properly and you're just dying all the time and it, it's a rubbish experience. And I'm pretty sure it's crossplay, so with all with the old platforms. So you'll be going up against Xbox and PlayStation and PC players. So if it's not a great experience, it doesn't run well, then you're going to be getting you're going to be you're going to spend a lot of time reloading matches. Um, which for any game is like sucks. Well, it gets, yeah, it gets old after a while. Should, should we talk half term? We should talk half term. We have to talk half term. We will talk half term. And we've got some gaming news for half term, haven't we? In that, well, yes. Again, for the Nintendo Switch owners, uh, Overcooked 2 is uh, coming next weekend. Um, free for Nintendo Switch Online. So if you signed up to the online service uh, with Nintendo Switch, you can play it for oh, six days, I believe, from uh, today, in fact. Uh, yeah, wow. so look out for That's that. That's really good. Uh, from what I can tell, it's the full game. Uh, so if you are committed, you can complete it in that time. That's really cool. Yeah, more community. And Nintendo seem to do a lot of this like free play weekends yeah. type events, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, and they usually have some pretty good, pretty good stuff. Like if you keep an eye out, I mean, we might as well. This is the this the title for this episode is the one where we talk about the Nintendo Switch too much or something. Or is this a Nintendo Switch podcast? Question mark. Because <laughs> we talked about it a lot, and uh, we and we totally understand and realise that it is kind of. For our listeners like not everyone will have a switch so apologies that we've talked about it just a, a lot this week but that's just where we are um in gaming life i guess that's yeah. where we are both of us have switches so we occupy that space um and i'm just i'm just still really excited about having a switch light so i mean it's i apologize usually i'm the foil and his switchness but this week I'm all I'm, I'm all switching I'm all switching up. You are now you are now one of us. It's fine. Yeah. But yes, uh, it's it's worth keeping yeah. an eye out for. Um, if yeah, if you have signed up to the online service, you've got a little online uh, icon on the home screen. Just worth while clicking on that every now and then. See if there's anything free available, or if there's any uh, free to play weekends um, coming up. And Overcooked 2 is definitely one I'm going to be looking forward to, especially in light of half term and uh, not being able to go far. That's but yeah, true. also on the subject of half term, um, we're, we're both taking a break, aren't we? We are, we're both taking a break. It's, it, it's so. I'd say well earned, but that's debatable and from perspective. <laughs> No comment from me, lovely listener. No comment from me. Um, but yeah, I thought, you know, seeing as we are off, we're both off for the next week, if, if 
we should, you know, share a little bit of uh, what we're planning to uh, play over the next week or so. And it doesn't necessarily have to be Nintendo Switch based, Zach. Well, that's good because neither of the things I'm going to talk about are Nintendo Switch. <laughs> In that case, do you want to go and share one first and then I go and then you go? Well, my, my two things are going to be short anyway, so I'll just oh, combine okay. them. And then oh, you go, and then you know, cool. we'll, we'll just you know that running order. We'll try and follow it. Yeah. <laughs> um, very, very, very quickly then, just to kind of. So, what will I be playing over half term? Um, the new Destiny Two season came out yesterday, so I will be keep on playing that. So far, it's really, really good, really, really interesting. There's a new Battlegrounds mode, which is a PVE play versus environment. Uh, mode where you can team up with two other people and you get waves of enemies, you get a boss at the end, you open the loot, you go again. So it's a really quick kind of 10, 15 minute rounds. Um, seems really cool. Lots of like loot to grind for, lots of uh, weapons to like get rolls and armor to get rolls for and upgrade your character. So I'll be jumping into that and doing the dailies, I think, probably on that. So that's about an hour and a half commitment. Um, and then I have on the go and have promised myself I will finish this playthrough. I'm still trying to finish Pathfinder Kingmaker uh, console edition. Uh, it's such a huge game. It's or the playthroughs are already like a normal person's playthrough is already going to be like plus hundred plus hours. Um, and I'm following the game guide because it's it's one of the, the few games where it's that complex. And if you do things out of order, you potentially have to start the game again because you'll just um, kind of wreck uh, an element of the game is kingdom building and if you if you, people in your kingdom don't like you then your game ends so you have this okay. tabletop rpg party management game mm. with a kingdom builder kingdom manager game in it so and okay. if you lose if you lose one you lose both so if you if you die when you're out questing and exploring with your characters then obviously you, you have to reload equally if your kingdom hates you and all your people and that you rule over hate you then you lose the game as well so you so um you have to make very specific decisions at very specific times or like timed events you have to you have to do and so there's a lot of like going out exploring back to the castle doing some castle events going back out like there's a lot of balancing and a lot of moving parts um and i am progressing through it but i'd like to make some significant headway <laughs> in half term so Pathfinder and kingmaker is, and if you if you if guys if you're out there and you like tactical games Big, strong recommend Pathfinder Kingmaker, especially because the second one is going to be coming out later this year. Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous uh, is in kind of beta at the moment and it looks so good. Uh, and it's not got the Kingdom management. So it's like just an out and out RPG tabletop game. I'm super excited. There's like a might and magic element to it, which is a little added game anyway. But that's, I'm, I'm rambling and I'm getting on. Basically, Pathfinder can make uh, <laughs> Destiny 2. That's what I'm going to be playing, Basically, Andy. What no. are you, Andy, what are you going to be playing in half? I'm going to be playing, it's being released on Friday. I am going to be playing Super Mario World 3D. It's Super Mario. Yeah. We're doing Super Mario things. Right. And does it, is this the one that comes with Bowser something Bowser. Or at the same time? Is that something that comes out? Yeah. Okay. Um, from what I and is that in the package? Is it like a package deal? You get both. Yeah, from what I can tell, it's cool. Two two games in one. 
basically my, my daughter saw it advertised and really liked the look of it and that's a good excuse yeah. for me I mean yeah exactly you can't go wrong with Mario well, like yeah. I, 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 I honestly I honestly can't think of a bad and there will be one and people will you know I'm sure get in touch if there is one but in my head every Mario game I've played I really really enjoyed yeah. like it's just it's just so much fun and it doesn't punish you too much if you don't do exactly what you need to do and and, and it this will be harder bits and bits where you have to rethink really it out even even for us older gamers um it's more a reaction speed thing at our age though <laughs> like we're just a bit <laughs> slow so we, it takes us a while sometimes now um, um i'm definitely getting slower i definitely notice my reaction speed slow down um my my puzzling brain is at its peak, so my my ability to solve the puzzles is better than it ever has been. Yeah. Whether I can translate that into my hands doing what my my brain knows it needs to do, that's a completely different question. Um, but but yeah, Mario man, it's just, it just you know what I do pretty. love so I love pretty. Paper Mario. I've not actually got around to playing Paper Mario, but it is I like a different game. Is, yeah. It does look... Yeah, it's an RPG with yeah. Mario. <laughs> yeah. If you're in the platform and stuff, that's not where you're going to find that. But boy, is it... Oh, Paper Mario. I love all Mario. Mario Odyssey was amazing. I really, really enjoyed it. Mario Odyssey um, is where it's at. If you're looking for a Super Mario game on Switch, and yes, we are talking about Switch again. Yes. Go get Super Mario Odyssey. It's so good that um, when I, as I said earlier, I, I am giving my Switch to my little brother for his birth, 16th birthday, so it's a huge deal. He'll be going, he do, by the way, complete surprise as well. He has no idea. He's, he got gifts this morning. He thinks he's got all his gifts because my mum was like, I'm going to, because we're doing Zoom call later after this. Um, he has no idea what's coming. It's going to be amazing. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he thinks he's got, he thinks he's got all his main gifts, basically. He oh. thinks he's got the main gift already. Um, mm. So that'll be huge. And I, I gifted him my copy of Mario Odyssey. because so I was like, oh. this'll be, he'll love it. It'll be right up his street. Um, and as I've played it and don't really play it anymore. And it's, you know, it's definitely not pitched up where, where I game. Like I got, you know, a new Mario game comes out, obviously I'm going to get it and try it. But as far as like playing it still, I wasn't really playing it. I was invested in other games on the Switch. Mm. Um, so I just can't. Yeah, Mario is amazing, guys. Go, go play it. Any Mario game you can get your hands on. Even, even the other week when we put out that that dot rom page, oh, yeah. I I would be surprised if there isn't like a really old Mario game on there. Like even the old <laughs> ones are so so good. Just go and play a Mario game. That's the halftime challenge, guys. Yeah, Find so a way to play a Mario Super back. Mario game. Play or next. For next yeah. week, homework. And we'll check in in two weeks. Is to go play yeah. something Mario related, and that's Amazing. it. And that's it. Yeah. And so that leaves me <sighs> the challenge of saying, guys, this has been Skill Check Podcast from YM YMC. I'll start again. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I'll get it this time. I'm, I'm thinking about what I have to remember to say this extra this week. Guys, this has been Skillcheck Podcast. I have been Zach. He has been Andy. 
we have joined you from YMCA Exeter. Once again, we thank Devon County Council for the money they sent through um, to equip us with some peripherals for the podcast and for the stream and for other things that we do. Um, it's very, very, very appreciated and will help us increase the quality and the longevity of the things that we currently do and hopefully reach more young people. Um, and with that in mind, if you'd like to reach us outside of this and you aren't a young person and you hear us on any good podcast provider, which is where you can find us, you can also email us on the email that Andy will now say. At response at ymcaexeter.org.uk And this has been media handles this well. week's episode of... <laughs> you see this guy putting into the outro. Unbelievable. Or you can find us on Instagram at YMCA Exeter and uh, also YMCA Exeter on Twitter as well. Sorry, Zach. You can indeed. And this has been uh, this week's episode, and that has been probably the worst outro I've ever done. But that's what you're getting, guys. We're not doing it again, okay? This is the outro. Live with it. We'll see you all after half term. Bye. Bye.